Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan, and good morning to all your listeners. So the latest update from Rossler, your report, is the uh, purchase of an additional 18-acre site adjacent to the port. What's happening here, Glenn? Yeah, Alan, um, I was delighted yesterday to be able to uh, actually announce two significant uh, um, investments, further investments in the port. First being the... um, we got agreement to secure a additional 18-acre site, uh, which is adjacent to the port. It's the last piece of land that joins to the port, um, and uh, absolutely delighted that we were able to secure that uh, 18 acres, which will be of immense value in the future as we uh, further expand the port. So, can you outline exactly what's going to go into it then? What's likely to go into it? Uh, well, port activity, Alan. I mean, what what I'm trying to do, Alan, is build for the future of the port. I mean. Some of my frustrations at the moment in trying to do things a lot quicker um, has been as a result of maybe decisions in the past where we, we, we maybe didn't uh, make decisions to be more ambitious. And, and really the first thing of what I wanted to do was to secure the land um, for the next 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years on with, with our expansion plans. It fits in as part of our master plan, um, both with the new port access road, uh, access road that will be coming in and also fits in with our ambitious plan for the offshore wind that adjoins that land. So, I mean, it gives us in the future uh, 18 acres of extra capacity. Part of the offshore wind, by the way, is we're trying to create uh, nearly 50 acres there. Um, so, look, with that new land, with the offshore, I mean, we're more than doubling the current footprint of the port for the future, uh, which all bodes well, really, uh, for the future of the port. Allows us, while other ports are really grappling with space and unable to expand, the likes of Dublin, even Cork has challenges. It, it means that we're a port that can be easily accessible, relieve the congestion in those ports, and for the Grow Rosslare, not just as a regional, but a key national and now European port. Um, uh, with our new services and connectivity to parts of Europe now. There's uh, strong references to things like Roro, Conroe, Ore and other bulk storage activity, Ross, there. Put that into layman's terms for us. What does all this yeah. mean? Yeah, well, Roro is your trucks um, and your trailers, and that's traditionally what uh, Ross Lair has done. Conroe is, is what we're seeing emerging now with the bigger vessels, where there's a mixture of both containers and your trucks on that. Um, and... and Look, we need to make sure as well that we're designing the port for all future opportunities and where freight is is moving, particularly with the build of the the next generation of vessels. So Conroe vessels are a mixture of boat containers and freight on board. Um, And again, we're going to see more of that type of activity. We'll see a little bit of that happening with thin lines where they're going to be one of the first uh, operators to have some container traffic on their vessel. But hopefully in the future we'll see a lot more of that. Your ORES, your offshore renewable energy, and as you know, Alan, last time we spoke, we have a very ambitious plan for the offshore wind. But equally, there's a lot of other activity in the offshore wind and smaller components that would be both lift-on, lift-off, which would be roll-on, roll-off. And then bulk, um, really, again, just gives us another option. I mean, if we want to become a Tier 1 port, Alan, we, we, we have to have a cross-mix of freight and activity in the port. Right. Uh, and our ambition certainly is to become a Tier 1 port. We believe we're, we're probably already nearly there. But it, it's just positioning the port for the future uh, that can become a national port that can ha- handle the various cargo, the various ships, 
that, 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 that will be coming to and from Ireland. And Glenn, have there been any improvements in the uh, traffic build-up and the, the early arrival of some uh, haulage uh, vehicles? Has that improved? Has, has transport improved? And the, the problems as raised by Councillor Carty, have they improved? Yeah, well, Alan, that's going to be an... Um, I mean, look, at ultimately, when we get the new port access road built, and again, there was very good news yesterday with the CES announcements that happened, as you as you, you probably know, uh, Minister Brown announced that. Yeah, uh, you know, he actually has, announced it on this show, 2.8 yeah, million euro, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's going to be the key to taking the trucks out of, of um, the, the Kilran village altogether. Um, and then, obviously, what we're hoping is that that road connects then back onto the main the main motorway, where we have uh, motorway all the way up to Dublin. And um, the 18 acres of land, I mean, look at, Alan, our ambition is to move about another quarter of a million units out of Dublin. Um, I mean, that's why the likes of Finlines, Grimaldi came to Rosslair. That's why Brittany has come to Rosslair, DFDS, etc. Stena, Irish Ferries. I mean, Dublin is struggling um, with congestion and there's a real need to shift stuff yeah. away from Dublin Port. And this land, the new road connectivity, it gives us all that opportunity. Equally as well with the technology that we announced yesterday, which is a multi-million IT investment um, in the port. Is this the port the management terminal system? Is this what you're yeah, talking about? Yeah. The whole, yeah, I mean, what a lot of people might, n- might know is ports are quite still traditional and they're quite manual still across Europe. Our new terminal management system will, will, will ensure that we have a lot of the latest, newest technology deployed in the port to become one of Europe's smartest ports. A lot more efficient, a lot more, I suppose, in terms of automation. Uh, one of the things with limited space where technology really helps, it's a real enabler, is to be more efficient. And our new technology system, Brock, to a worldwide uh, specialised in the aviation, marine industry, logistics uh, industries. And that new technology is going to transform the interaction experience, both for the freight, for the passenger, and just have a much more efficient uh, way of operating when you're entering the port, when you're yeah. using the port, when you're in the port, when you're boarding your vessel. Um, and we're streamlining a lot of the, I suppose, the interactions, the customer interactions, touch points in the port. And that will greatly assist as well in the efficiency in the movement of traffic in and out of the port in a, a much more efficient, much more safe yeah. uh, way uh, going forward in the future. Right, before we conclude, two areas I want to look at. We heard from uh, South, on South East Radio News this morning the announcement by the Cahirlock of Wexford County Council, the Chair of Wexford County Council, Councillor Lawler, that uh, the CPO is going to be implemented for the Technological University. When you think of wind energy and you think of us getting our own campus and you link the two, what are your thoughts? Yeah, really important. I mean, part of the physical port infrastructure and the other infrastructure around the region for the offshore wind, the the skill set and the next generation of employees in the offshore wind um, will come typically from the likes of that campus. So uh, having a campus like that in, in Wexford is, is really important. And I know, having spoken to a lot of the offshore wind developers, they're, they're really keen to work with universities around the, I suppose, the creation of the next generation of employees who are skilled, educated, and who specialise in the offshore renewable energy sector. So really good news again. And it's all fitting in, Alan. You know, the port is a, a driver, but it needs lots of supports around it. And again, this is another part of the jigsaw 
which really means the for Wexford and the South East in stepping forward in, in securing that offshore wind development and, and an industry uh, for the South East region. And finally, the link with Normandy, how we strengthen that and capitalising it almost immediately. Uh, your name was referenced by the uh, French ambassador when I spoke to him last week and also by the president of the Normandy region. How realistic is it to establish these links quite quickly to get more footfall passenger-wise and to work on the cultural and even the business side of it? Can this happen fairly quickly, do you think, or is this more long term? I don't know, it's, it's immediate. So we're seeing our passenger numbers return. I mean, uh, COVID obviously has, has been very challenging. The, I mean, look, one of the key uh, drivers of this will be our connectivity and our new services out of Rosslare and um, directly to the likes of uh, Cherbourg, La Havre, and, and shortly DFDS are, are, are announcing that they will be uh, testing some passenger services, uh, hopefully before the end of the year. So, yeah, for me, that, that's very immediate. I mean, we're, we're having great links now with, with France. I mean, there are closest... EU neighbour. There's great activity going on with Tourism Ireland, with the French Chambers, French Business Association. The ambassador is a is he really does uh, drive the the whole relationship agenda. And um, it was great to have those people over last week. And we'll see many, many more of those unfold. Um, but the key, the key thing is having those connectivity, is having those services. They'll bring passengers uh, and tourism over. And likewise, they'll bring people from Ireland over to France as well. Um, and the whole education, schools, the whole opportunity that opened up is really, is really very powerful going forward. And we're the number one port now, Alan, in Europe for direct services um, to, to Europe and to France. So there's no better location to arrive into than Rossley Europort and for people to enjoy the beauty of Wexford and the wider southeast. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views.